Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma, I'm a third year journalism student who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah's a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and hello everyone. We're already up to our sixth episode. Can you believe it Em? It's gone so fast. No, it's been a good little journey. So this episode is for you if you love where you work, but you're looking to take the next step. So either a promotion or a job in a different area, but still with the same company. We've got 11 tips that we're going to cover for you. And if you're not there yet at looking to apply internally, you still might find this useful to know for the future. Um, In your same company can be a massive source of opportunity for you. Definitely. I know so many people who found a company they love, but they want to move up that corporate ladder. So I think a lot of people will be able to really relate to this. We also put a call out in the Facebook group about what you guys wanted to hear about this topic. Shout out to everyone who asked a question. That's really valuable. We'll make sure we try and answer all of them. And if you aren't in the Facebook group, we're going to be posting our upcoming topics each week there to give you a chance to have your questions answered on the pod. So with that said, let's get into it. We've got some tips here. 11 tips. Nice and easy. First tip for applying for jobs internally is make sure you've been in your current job long enough. Shout out to our sister Annie who put this in the pod group. This is is a good point. How long do you think you need to be there before you can start switching it up? That's a really good question and I see this happen all the time where people maybe get this wrong. Um, I think as an absolute minimum, six months, like your probation period essentially. Mm. Yeah, I think... You know, in certain circumstances, you can go shorter or you or you might, might go longer because there might be a policy that your work has that you have to be there 12 months. I've seen that before. But okay. I think what you need to keep in mind is you've accepted a job at a certain point, either coming into the company or a different, promo, you know, internal move. Um, and at the time, you said yes to that job. So you've got to really show that, you know, you accepted that job. You've got to show your commitment to following through with that acceptance. Right, you're here for it. Yeah, um, and hence why a lot of a lot of businesses actually will have policies on this. So make sure you check if there are any policies that relate to that, um, and just also be cautious about starting those conversations about what other jobs are available too soon, because I think that mm. can really damage your brand. You don't want to seem like you're only in the job to get out of it as quick as possible. 
Exactly. And to- like the strategy of getting into a business and then moving around works so well. But if that, if your team and your manager think that, you know, after a month, you're starting to talk about what other jobs you can do, you haven't even really mastered the one that you're in yet. So mm. I think six months is a really good kind of um, absolute minimum to, to before you start looking at other things. Don't look over the fence too sooner. The grass is not always greener. Tip number two, find out how your company posts internal jobs and check it regularly. Yeah, so this could be an internal job board that they have. They might send out emails regularly. Um, It may also just be an informal thing where you have to kind of hear about it on the grapevine um, or hear from someone. It depends on the company. Um, Or they might post pretty much every job externally as well, Um, but you know, have them open to internal candidates as well. So find out what the process is during that first six months or year. um, Come to get familiar with these things. And that's what you can be doing, observing what goes on, what's the protocol, how do you apply for these things? um, And make sure you're checking, you know, regularly. You can sometimes turn on alerts for those kinds of things in the areas that you're looking for. Um, but make sure that you're being proactive about that. Um, I've seen a lot of people say, oh, I wish I knew about that job I didn't know. Well, you've got to take your career into your own hands and make sure you're checking maybe once every couple of weeks. Awesome. That brings us to tip number three, focus on your internal reputation and create champions. Tell us about that. Yeah, so this tip comes from an article that I read that I love. And this is a piece of advice that I give to a lot of people in person um, working in HR. And I've, um, it's something I already believed before, but it summarizes it so well. So this was Mamma Mia uh, wrote an article, um, which is 37 pieces of advice that women would give their younger selves. And they're from all different um, people who submitted these. And this is a quote from that article. Every decision made about you and your opportunities is made in a room that you're not in. So create champions for you in that room. Champions look for what you can do in the future, justified by what you've accomplished in the past. How good's that? That's touching. So, So I constantly give this advice to people. The best thing you can do... Um, for getting an internal promotion is working on your internal reputation, making sure that there are people in the business who aren't necessarily just your manager or your team, people in the business um, that are, that are you know, on your side, that are, um, think that you're doing a great job and are willing to speak up and suggest you for something if there's a conversation going on. So um, as HR, I'm often in a lot of those conversations. So it might be your, your HR recruitment person that you can, you know, have a have a friendly relationship with. Um, conversations come up all the time. Hey, we're going to create this job. Who do we think might be good for that? And if there's someone in there that suggests you, you're already 10 steps ahead before you've even known that that opportunity is there. So this is a really big one. And um, I think it's something people should focus on well before the actual job comes up. Awesome. Good points there. So number four is to find out as much as you can about the job. Yeah, so you should talk to the manager about this. Um, So whoever's hiring for that job or, you know, particularly internally, you know, okay, that's the manager of that team. Um, I recommend you go and speak to them. Um, This is probably a bit of an odd piece of advice for me to be giving because 
Um, I find it a little bit frustrating sometimes if I'm managing that internal process as HR and the person skips around me and goes straight to the manager um, and I sometimes complain about it in the moment. But if I'm giving advice to you as a as a job seeker and as someone who wants that opportunity, it's the best way to go about it. Um, talk to that manager, just give them a heads up, say, look, you know, I noticed that there's this internal opportunity. Um, you know, I don't even know if this is right for me. I just wanted to to get some information about it. See if you can do, you know, a coffee with them, um, ask for information about their team, just get to know them a little bit. Um, this can work really well as well if you have no idea whether you're qualified for that job or whether it's way too senior. It can be a really good way to, even if you don't end up applying, to just put yourselves on... Scope it out. Yeah, put yourself on their radar as well. Um, and that person can then maybe become one of those champions for you in the future because they know a bit about you. So I actually gave this advice to um, one of my really good friends and the job she was going for, she ended up finding out once she'd asked a few questions that it was maybe four levels above where she was currently at. So it was way, way more senior. Um, but by having the conversation, she's now got another champion in a senior team um, and found out a lot about how the business works and um, she's created a real reputation for herself. And I think that's going to pay off long term. Definitely. Now, tip number five, find out as much as you can about the process. This one is where you talk to HR or the recruiter managing it. So what's the process with this job? Um, Is it going to be advertised externally? Is it internal only? How do you need to apply? Um, What's the actual process going to be? Are they going to be interviews or are they just going to choose someone? And then the really, really key piece here in terms of why you need to speak to HR or the recruiter or someone in that kind of position is the salary. Now, I constantly see people checking, you know, what are they advertising this salary for externally and thinking that they're just going to get that same salary band if they apply for the job internally. Makes sense, right? But actually that's sometimes not the case. Um, Businesses often will have policies um, or just practices, I guess, in place where they won't give someone you know, a $20,000 pay increase necessarily. Um, They might say, okay, well, if you applied for the job, we would only give you, you know, a little bit less than what someone else externally was getting for that job. Um, I've seen businesses that have policies around maximum 10% increase for internal promotions or 15% or 20 or whatever that might be. Um, And if the salary is going to be a big motivator for you um, or it's one of the things that you're weighing up with whether you want to apply, you definitely need to check that. Um, Some jobs might even say, look, if we hired someone external, they'd be experienced. So we'd be happy to pay them $65,000. But if we hire someone who's being promoted from another area with not a lot of experience and we're going to train them up, we're actually just going to keep them on the salary that they're already on while we train them up with the view to eventually getting them to that point. Yeah. So someone can think, oh, awesome. I could get a, you know, $15,000 pay rise. Um, But that actually might not be the case for you uh, going for that job. So it's definitely something you want to clear up. Interesting. Now, number six, this is a good one. Give your boss a heads up, but what time frame? How early on? What do you think? Yeah. So this is going to be a bit of judgment call um, as to how early you do this. Um, For some people in some businesses, you might actually want to talk to your boss about it as soon as you find out that there's an opportunity available. Um, And if you're talking to the hiring manager, if you're talking to HR recruitment, you may want to make sure that your boss has a heads up before you do those things because it may just go straight back to your boss. And 
if there's anything I know about bosses, it's that they get a little bit caught off guard or a little bit put off if they find out about something not from you. Um, it's always going to go down better if they hear it from you up front. Yeah. And yeah, that you don't you don't want them to be, you know, um, surprised or feel a little bit um, hurt even that you haven't talked to them about it. And I think a lot of people skip this step. They feel like they don't need to talk to their boss about it. It's crucial and most businesses won't let you go for a job until you've told your boss first. Okay, um, there you go. And the first thing they're going to they're going to do before they offer someone a job is check, okay, how good is this person at their current job? How do you think they're going to find that out? Yeah. They're going to talk to your boss. <laughs> They definitely are. And if your boss is like, what? I didn't know that Emma was applying for that other job. Um, That's not going to go down well. So have that conversation. Um, And I think you can do it in a way that, you know, you're saying, you're not going about it saying, I hate this job and I can't can't wait to get out. Um, You may be even saying to them, look, um, this opportunity has come up internally. I just wondered if, if, um, you know, I could have your blessing. Um, to look into it. Your blessing. I'm really interested so in dramatic. XYZ. <laughs> Maybe you don't have, have to say your blessing. blessing. <laughs> in this marriage. <laughs> Maybe that was a bit of a weird way to say it. Um, could I have your support? Um, yeah. Or even just, S- you know, support. I wanted don't to give blessing. you the heads up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wanted right. to I wanted to do the courtesy of giving you a heads up or something like that. Um, right. Yeah. How, but I definitely critical. <laughs> that brings us to number seven, which is be clear on your motivation. Yes, this one I see a lot. Um, Now, there are people who I've worked with in the past who've worked in a fairly entry-level area um, and the business I was in had a lot of opportunity for people to move into different teams and different parts of the business. Um, And there were certain people that put their hand up at every single opportunity that came up internally. Now, there's nothing wrong with being open to opportunities, but the only motivation um, that these people would have for for doing that was salary. It was just, I will take whatever job I have to do to get a pay rise. Um, We know as as HR and as employers um, that salary is not enough to motivate you to do your job well and to stick through learning something new in particular. And so if that's your only reason for going for something, um, you're not going to necessarily get as far as you could. Um, I think you need to have other reasons why you're going for that role, particularly if it means you're going to have to be learning a lot of new skills. And if if you are looking for a pay rise, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, that absolutely should be one of the reasons that you're, that you're going for another job. But be careful on sticking your hand up for every single thing because it's going to make it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf, right? And you're like, oh, I've always wanted to work in marketing. Yeah. Oh, I've always wanted to work in HR. Oh, I've always wanted to work in sales. It doesn't, it doesn't sound as true anymore when it's the fourth time you've heard that this yeah. is their dream job. Yeah, definitely. Sounds sus. Bringing us to number eight now, we have apply in writing in line with the process. Yeah, so this is going to be um, where you've done your research before by talking to HR or recruitment or even, you know, the manager. Make sure that you're following the process to actually apply. So you might need to go through a formal application and do a a resume and a cover letter. So you may actually need to fix up your resume and your cover letter if it's been a while since you've been in that business. Um, But don't start doing your resume and your cover letter 
if you actually might not need them. Double check first, do I actually need these? Um, some businesses, an email actually might be enough um, because you might have been with the business five years and you know they know your background already. So that's what I would say. Make sure you double check what the process is um, and what you actually need to put together first. Hey, Job Hunters, big news. Our all-new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep, it takes you step-by-step-by-step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits, and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. Awesome. And now coming in to number nine, we have prepare for the interview. This sounds straightforward, but I'm sure some people might assume that because they're within the company, they know people quite well that they don't need to perform, but really you should be treating it just how you would any other interview. Am I right or am I right? You have nailed it, Em. See, you're picking up um, tips already. So that's absolutely right. You need to prepare for the interview if you get one exactly the same way you would for an external interview. Um, So as I said before, they, they may know your background and what you do at the moment, but they may not know what you did before that. They might not know some qualifications that you have that you haven't used recently or what you did maybe before that. So make sure that you're preparing just the way you would introducing yourself to a stranger because if you assume that they know the background or that everybody knows you just as well as your manager does, you might miss some key things that could really help you get that job. So we did an episode on preparing for an interview. That's a great one to go back to and it's just as relevant for internal opportunities. Awesome. And now we're up to number 10, send a thank you email. Good manners. (laughs) Yeah. So after you've finished the interview... It is good manners, absolutely. Um, You can do this obviously for um, external interviews as well, but definitely important for an internal interview. Um, Just saying thank you for the opportunity to chat. Um, I'm really excited about joining your team. Just kind of reaffirming that you are actually interested. Um, Some people go for the interview and they decide that they're not interested anymore. So if that's the case, send a thank you email again, um, but clarify, hey, you know, I think it's not the right opportunity for me. You want to make sure that you're really prompt and really clear with whether you want it or whether you don't. Um, Right, because you have to work uh, there again if you're not going through that. Like you want to – you still have to work there in the meantime. So you want it to be nice, respectable. Yeah. Definitely. You have to see them in the corridor. (laughs) Number 11, ask for feedback. Thanks to Angela in the Facebook group for bringing this one up. This is a good one. How do you go about seeking feedback? Yeah, so there's a couple of things here. Um, Ask for a meeting, I think. If you feel like it's appropriate in the circumstances, um, you can send an email asking for feedback. But I think if you can, see if you can go for a coffee with the manager. Um, If they've told you you haven't got the job, um, I think that's a great way to say, look, you know, um, really appreciate the time that you spent and understand that you've gone into a different direction. But I'd love to understand what I can do between now and when there's another job. so that maybe I can be more competitive and you can ask them questions about how you interviewed and 
what what they thought of you and maybe just some general career advice. People love giving career advice. Um, mm. And so if you ask them for their help, um, they're going to – it's actually a psychological trick. Um, if you help someone, you like them more, um, which is a really weird cognitive dissonance type of thing, but it's, it's true. If you do a favor for weird. someone, yeah, you like them more. Really? Because your brain goes – well, why did I do them a favor? That was inconvenient for me. Oh, I must really like them. So <laughs> it's a great, it's a great it's trick. problematic for, for people advice. with their love language that is acts of service. Yeah, I know. They're stuck in a loop of loving yeah. the person more. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a lot. I've, I've never thought about that. Yeah. Oh, that's, great. that's a great point. Wow. Anyway, um, back, on, back on topic here. Um, also, back to the internal application. So you can set up some feedback. What about if the feedback's not so great or you're really disappointed? How can we be gracious in times of defeat when we really want to say, for fuck's sake, Susan, why didn't you hire me? But we have to be polite because we're sitting, we're sharing a cubicle, you know? Yeah, I, I think um, Ange put this in the comments as uh, being a whiny bitch. <laughs> so I think it's really important to make sure that you don't let the disappointment get the better of you. Again, just like you said before, Em, you've still got to work in this business. You've still got to see these people every day, work with that other team that you maybe didn't get the job in. Um, so I think from the very beginning, you have to prepare yourself that this may not work out um, and work out what you need to do to move on for that. So that might be, you know, um, booking yourself some time off, doing something for yourself outside of work, um, maybe talking to your boss about what you can do in your current job to work towards some development things, maybe a new project you can take on so that in that next interview, um, internally or externally, you've got something else to say. So maybe turn it into something constructive as much as you can. Um, and if you can show that you've been given some feedback of being unsuccessful and you've actually put some things in place to go and work on that next time, you can bring that up. Hey, I sat here, you know, six months ago and I didn't get that job. And what I've done since then is X, Y, Z. And, you know, now I feel like I'm in a much better position. That's the perfect story and it's something that might actually happen to you um, if, you know, you're applying for the job and you're not quite ready. Awesome. And that wraps up our 11 tips there. They were awesome. Now going into some listener questions. Um, Paige in the Facebook group had a couple of really awesome ones. She's got about three there, which I think are super interesting. So number one, she said, should you tell your fellow colleagues that you've applied? What are your thoughts on that? Mm. Whilst you should definitely tell your boss, I think whether you tell your colleagues is totally up to you. Um, I think you, you're totally within your rights to keep it to yourself. Um, yeah, you don't owe it to anyone. Yeah, absolutely. But if you've got close I mean, colleagues. If you're friends, yeah. Yeah, if you've got close colleagues, um, you can talk about it. I, I'm personally a very open kind of person and I feel like I would find it really hard to to keep a secret like that or yeah, to, to, to pretend to not talk about not, it. Yeah. yeah. I'd want to go, Oh, I've got my interview, you know, for that yeah. job. I'd want to share that with the team. And, but again, it completely depends on your personality. And I think you shouldn't feel pressure to tell your colleagues. Um, but you should also, you know, feel free to, if that's something yeah. that you want to do. So no answer for that one. It is 
whatever your heart desires. There's no wrong or right. Yeah, there's no rules. Yeah. Cool. And then her next really good question was, how do you interact with your boss and seniors post-interview while you're still waiting to hear back? It's the awkward limbo phase. You're like in the corridor like, <laughs> morning, how is everyone? And you're like, are you going to tell me today? <laughs> Hurry up. It's hard, isn't it? Because it's like, it, it depends. It could be a few situations here. Um, the boss could be the person that's going to tell you whether you got the job. Um, or the boss could be the person that you've got to tell, hey, boss, I'm leaving you to go to a different team. Um, so there's a couple of awkward situations there. Um, I think if if it's you're waiting to hear back from your boss, I don't think it's something you should bring up um, in casual conversation. I think mm. if you want to follow up, um, if it's been you know a week since your interview and you're still waiting to hear, um, definitely follow up. Follow up. But do it the same way you would if, if you were yeah. a bit external. So put it in an email or something like that. I wouldn't be bringing it up like, oh, so have you heard yet? Have you heard yet? Yeah. I'd be doing it in a little bit more structured way. Stay cool, calm and collected. <laughs> Definitely. If your boss is the one that maybe is waiting to get your resignation type thing, like you've interviewed with a different team, um, I would I would assume that you're just going to stay where you are. I would assume... You haven't got the job and just act and plan and do everything as if you're going to still be in that team because I think that's until you have the the actual okay. Absolutely. And remember, your boss should already know because one of our tips was that you should have given them the heads up. Um, And yeah, I think that's the best way to go about it until you actually have that formal offer and you can actually tell them, hey, this other team wants me in two weeks' time, you know, um, you know sorry, I'm going to be leaving the team or whatever, until you've actually had that conversation, um, I think you should still act as if you're going to be in that team. You're going to keep needing to see that person every day. Awesome. And then the last one of Paige's really good questions was, what if the person who's interviewing you has a bias against you or maybe you just don't get along? I mean, I'm going to take a guess here and hope that there's not that many people out there that if if you don't get along that well, they're going to take that into the interview we're going to hope that they're professional and objective but the reality is maybe that doesn't always happen well there's a few situations here if that person who you just don't get along if they're actually the boss for this new job don't apply i don't (laughs) well (laughs) well i mean if you really don't get along that may not be be the best fundamental clash Yes, yes. Like they're and overseeing or if you don't like them when you're when you're nine cubicles away, imagine when they're managing every single thing you do. Like it just sounds like a train wreck to me. And I, I know that sucks and it's like, well, we sh- I shouldn't miss out yeah. on an opportunity just because I but, don't like the but person. But some people are assholes and you should just <laughs> pick your battles and but choose another job. The, the biggest thing that impacts how much you like a job and how fulfilled you are and how engaged mm. you are, the number one thing above everything else is your boss. And so if you true. don't get along with that person, it's going to be a difficult relationship. Um, so that's what I would say. Consider if they're the boss, you know, do you actually want that job? But let's say maybe they're interviewing for the job, but they're not necessarily going to be the boss. Maybe they're just some kind of decision maker um, and you'd be working for someone else. Um this is where I'd come back to what's the process that your company follows, um, particularly for internal applications and internal interviews. Is that person going to be the only one interviewing you one-on-one? If that's the case, can you work in a way to maybe chat to HR, chat to recruitment, um, 
chat to even your boss. That's where it can be handy to have your boss on your side and being like, look, I'm going for this role, but I know that, you know, Susan's the one doing the interviews. She doesn't really like me that much or, you know, I'm just a bit concerned about. Can I have um, you there as you know, my heart interactions girl. in the. Yeah, or, or can can a recruiter sit in? Can an HR person sit in? Get a third party in there. Yeah, in, in a lot of these internal interview situations, I would always recommend as the HR person, either I be there or that there's another manager in there just so that there's there's more than one perspective and those mm. two people can debrief after the session. Um, so see if you can get someone else involved in that interview. Um, but I think you you if you're going to raise anything like that, you have to do it before the interview because if you get told that you didn't get the job and then you say, oh, yeah. oh but Susan Susan, sucks. Susan's yeah, never no. liked me. <laughs> Too late. You're just, it's, it sounds it's, like a cop-out. You sound like a sore loser. Be proactive and do something about it beforehand. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly yeah. right. Um, but that. if if you if you're going to go for the interview and there's nothing you can do about the interview panel and you've maybe raised it or you felt like it wasn't appropriate to raise it, go in there super prepared, ready to wow that person um, and to give them all the reasons why you should be the right person for the job. And, and you know, you're totally right. If, um, if they're, you know, in a professional world, let's hope that they're going to see through any personality clashes and do the professional and right thing and give that, per- give that job to the person who's best for it. Um, failing all of that, if they're still going to be really, really biased and just literally not give you the job because you don't get along, Honestly, at that point, it's not you're not going to be missing out on that much. It sounds like, yeah. And also, like, do you really want to go for an internal job if that's the environment that you're working in, um, with that kind of politics? Um, it's going to be it's going to be difficult for you. Yeah, maybe maybe mm. ha- start having a look at what are the external things that you can start going for. Incredible. Well, that's wrapping up the end of our episode there. We hope you guys really loved the 11 little tips and thanks so much for interacting. We love having our listener questions, makes it personable and it means we can create content that we know you want to hear. So keep that up and yeah, we'll be back in your ears next week. Can't wait. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you want to hear more from us, make sure you hit subscribe. We're a new podcast, so if you liked this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, join us in the Interview Boss Facebook group. we've been your job search besties and helped you in some way there's a cool way you can support the show shout us a virtual coffee we get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa if you keep us caffeinated we can keep the content coming